When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today, I'm in here with a guy from my neck of the woods. Token uh, is on the show. How are you oh doing? yeah. So hey. where, where exactly are you from? Massachusetts. Yeah, but where? Uh, originally from Salem, but I spent like most of my time like forming in Marblehead. He used to live in Salem. For real? And I Is went to his old apartment in Salem because you he... You kind of have a witch thing to you. No, he's a New Hampshire guy too. Not but. in a bad way, just... <laughs> Damn, Salem. Salem's a hell of a place. Yeah. I spent, it was like, like most of my fun, like I went to school in this small town next to a Marblehead, but I was originally from Salem, and then I just moved in with my mom in Marblehead. You just moved in with your mom? No, 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 no. Oh. Like, when I was young. Okay. Yeah. So I spent, like, I'm originally from Salem, but, like, most of my friends from that chapter of my life are from Marblehead. Interesting. And you still live out there? Yeah, I live in, I'm about to move here, but I live in Mass. Too. Really? Yeah. And you, you Not in the same town. But, but you like, stayed out there for the whole duration yeah, of your career? Yeah, I was career? just like, when everything was happening, I was just like a teenager still. And like, I just didn't feel, you know, I could have moved here, but I just wasn't ready. Like, oh, yeah, back then, you it was like, everything was just, you know, it. I wasn't ready. We now would have been feel, selling you Percocets and introducing you to prostitutes, all kinds of fucked up yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never, I didn't, wasn't ready for that. Wow. Um, but I'm about to move here, like, within a, like, I'm looking for places like this trip. You don't think it's going to eat you alive out here? No. <laughs> Maybe back then it would have. I've, I've spent a lot of time out here, but um, right. I just feel more like, um, I'm just ready for this shit more. Like, I was just young and... And, like, everything, like, meeting people and, like, being around shit was just, like, intimidating to me. I was just, like, nervous and and I was just, I just felt very, like, I guess lucky to be in the situation I was. But I never felt like I was on, like, I was thinking too much. I was on, like, the same, uh, I felt like people were, like, on top of me when I would meet, like, famous people going to meetings and shit. And now I just feel like um, I've grown into the spot I'm in. And, like, with this new chapter and everything, this new album, it's like, I don't know, it just feels like it's time and I don't feel, like, out of my element. Right. So, yeah, let's talk a little bit about those early days in terms of, like, your time spent as, like, a real rap fan and honing your craft before anybody started paying attention to you. Like, what was your early hip-hop introduction that made you want to do this? Um, I mean, we're really... Sorry if I'm too away from the... No, that's good. um, What, uh... I mean, what really started was just, like, when I was young, uh, like, really young, like, six, seven, eight, I was just, like, I was just, like, a heavy kid. Like, I just felt a lot of shit, and I just, like, I was just, I didn't have the worst life or whatever, but I was just, the beginning of my life just, like, was not very uh, happy, um, and I just, and writing just started made me feel better. I was just, like, found it early. I just had, like, a basically like a diary. I started just like writing when I was six. Um, and it just, it, it, I was getting in trouble a lot and shit. And um, it just like made me get in trouble less and maybe like not be as sad. And then, um, and ever since I was young, my older sister, who's like five and a half years older than me, all she listened to was hip hop. So she put me on 
stupid young to like my favorites back then were like Pac, M, and Luda. That was mm. like my favorites when I was mad young. And then eventually it just found form in rap because I liked rap and I started recording when I was like 10. And then all my songs were like sad songs, so no one really cared. So then it was like a conscious decision like, oh, let me prove how people just want to see this little white kid that knows how to rap. So let me just do that. And then like one thing led to another, led to another, led to another. And I just built a fan base like off of that was like one piece of it. And now it's like now it's like, you know, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm more tapped into like that six year old now who's just like talking about his feelings with, mm. with this new album more than just like the rap shit, like proving myself. I feel like I already did that. That's interesting because you coming from the position of like a, a poet or a writer originally is something that's probably pretty foreign like compared to the average rapper that i talk to these days where it's like normally they're like very outgoing public personalities or whatever where they're like known around their friends or whatever and it just kind of becomes clear that like oh he's the rapper out of the group like it yeah. starts with them being like the cool dude who should therefore rap but it's interesting that you're coming from i don't know i feel like there's a lot of people who don't like get the credit as like a like being poetic but there's so many people that like they might have not been like me and like i'm consciously writing down but like people are like future and like bk the ruler like i don't know a lot of these people that like i really look up to like their writing and i don't know i just feel like i'm more like i talk i'm like to talk about it more i guess mm, yeah you gotta yeah. like be a little bit more analytical about i just the am whole process. Analy i'm just a heavy person bro i just like i like i feel shit like i don't know when, when uh when um you might get pinched and i'm gonna feel like a punch like that's just how i am in life like even like like when I was a kid, that's when I started writing. Like just this small amount of shit that I was through, it just affected me a lot. And wow. and I'm lucky about it, cause like it brought me to music. But that's just how like I operate. So how did you go about uh, developing the fan base though? Because I've just been hearing about you for years and years. Slowly started to get a little bit more familiar. But was it like doing stuff locally or was it internet stuff? Originally? At first it was locally. At first I was like doing like ciphers in Boston and shit. But that didn't really like people didn't hear my name. Tough to emerge um, from that. Yeah, that's that world hasn't exactly yeah, yeah. produced There's a ton not, of stars over the years. For real, um, yeah, but it was good experience-wise, like going and just like prove myself from like local legends, like mm. like just dudes that are just like the OGs. That I'm just trying to like if I spit a freestyle that they might like, um, that would mean a lot to me. But no, it was really like it was really as simple as like um, when I was 14, I was like releasing music when I was 10. 14 and no one cared the only people who knew like were uh, my school and they were just like clown on me because i'm just like talking about being like sad and stuff and then i was just like let me just show that i can rap so people take me serious and then 14 15 i ended up like when i was when i was like 13 or 12 or something i lost like a ton of weight and that kind of showed me um if you work hard towards something, like maybe it'll happen. Cause I never really wanted to be, I wasn't like, I want to be a rapper. I just wanted to feel better for real. But, but I don't know. I started, I started trying to prove people I could rap. One thing led to another. And then, um, I'm, you know, I'm here. And then over like the last, like, especially with this album, but like I started really developing fans who like loved me when I just started being like honest again. And, and now it's like, now it just feels good that I don't, I don't have the weight of like, I have to prove shit anymore. I just feel like now it's just about, now I'm really being introduced 
to the world with like this deal and like this next level of music and shit. And I'm just happy that I finally feel like me again. I don't feel like I have to like prove shit. Shit just isn't cool to me unless it's like true anymore. Back then I had like a better, t I was okay with like lying, not mm. lying, but like talking about rapping. Like I don't fuck with rapping about rapping anymore. Like I just mm. want to tell my story. You know? That's a disease that you kind of have to get past at a certain point, right? Like you yeah. rap, you rap about rapping before you have anything else to rap about yeah. more often than not. Yeah, not everybody, but I did because <laughs> I just had to get people's attention. But my fans, like s most of them, know. But whether they 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 know or not, like um, they're not they're not fans of me because I can like put together words. They're fans of me because I'm because of my perspective and like the way, the like I'm a writer. Um, and now like my my like musical skills, I think, are like catching up to everything. But you know, people are gonna figure it out later. But um, they're not, you know, the the ability to like catch people's attention with like what you might have heard me for the first time for is not why I'm here. Like, there's a lot of people who do that, and they're not as like they don't have a fans like me. They don't sell tickets like me. They don't right. they don't sell like me. But you think it's like the merger of the two? Because I feel like there are a lot of rappers these days. I know you have a relationship with Hobson. He's somebody that stands out to me. Who? does this weird merger of being a super technical rapper with also being like weirdly open and just sort of exposing things about himself and his music that that take the fans by surprise the average rapper doesn't necessarily do that these days and i feel like there's a certain audience to whom that's very very attractive to um yeah i mean maybe i'm like more i don't know like this new album is like i don't even know what people like I don't, it's not like technically, like, I don't know. It's not that shit. I'm like, um, you know, I came up in that, that world a little bit and like, yeah, like hop, like took me on like some of my first touring shit, but shit's like definitely like changing for me. Like shit's like, it's just begun to evolve in like different, different groups. Like I've definitely lost fans like with this new shit and gained a lot of new ones. And I don't know. I just feel like confident that like what's what's meant to be is gonna be like because when i listen to the new album as opposed to some of the older stuff it feels like you're maybe like gaining the confidence to slow shit down and it still feels like you're constantly sort of cycling between different flows from like super lyrical complicated style flows all the way to like you sort of simplifying it like is, th is that a conscious process of like okay i want to slow down a little bit because you know that that is the whole thing about rapping really fast is that like it's hard to tell what you're saying it's, e <laughs> it's easy to sound like yeah. you're a good rapper if you're rapping fast yeah. and uh, in comparison <laughs> if you're gonna be fucking paul wall you better to be saying some real ass shit and you better be saying it like you mean it if you're rapping slow you know yeah um it wasn't conscious bro i just grew up like mm. i was a teen doing that shit like i was just like fresh out of high school like like just feeling just wanting to um make like make this my career so anything that was working i was like oh like like i really don't want like mom to worry anymore i gotta like make this shit happen and now i'm at a stage where it's not conscious it's just over the last two years mm -hmm. for real about like you know that's like the time i was working on the album um it's not like no that flow is too fast it's just like it's just natural, it's just natural, like, I don't know, and shit just isn't, I just, like I said before, it's, truth is what, I know it sounds like cliche, but like, I just, 
I just want to tell people like what's really going on. And sometimes maybe like a, I'll hear a flow and I don't know. I don't think about it like this. This I used to do that. I used to be like this group of people were like this. I used to think too much. Mm. You know, you can only get so far thinking too much. You can tell the dude to like this song is made from the brain. <laughs> no good songs are made from the brain. That's how you feel. Yeah. Um, good music is made from the heart, made from made from how you feel. So. So and I'm I'm late. <laughs> I, my 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 true self is er, was early when I was like 10, 11, 12, 13. But I went through a little detour of like getting my name out there, doing shit that okay that's gonna go viral there. That's gonna go. People are not gonna like that here, but this line is kind of corny, but it'll be a good talking point and it'll go crazy. How old are you right now though? Twenty. I just turned twenty three. Isn't that such a fucking weird feeling that there's stuff that you did when you were like thirteen that the world still remembers yeah, like well, some percentage of your fan base still remembers yeah especially when i was like 17 and 18 okay and that, that was the part they actually remember yeah yeah that all that shit is right. gone people don't but um but yeah i just for real like grew up in front of people like i'm ever since i was like um ever since i was like 17 and i wasn't i was mature in some ways but i wasn't i wasn't like the most mature and ever since i was 17 i was used to there being more more comments about me than I could even read. So, yeah. so I think it's gonna take time for me to even like understand what that, you know, because I because I look back to some of the old shit and I genuinely like thought I was being authentic. Like, but but sometimes I listen to songs like my sad songs where I'm like screaming in them and I listen. I'm like, bro, like when I'm sad, I don't even scream. I I, I feel like defeated when I'm sad. I'm a person who doesn't. When I'm sad, I go home. I don't talk to anybody. Like I don't, mm. you know, when shit's going on. So, so I realize now, like that was that was a character being played. I didn't, I didn't even know. Like right. you know, at this point, this is the first time in my career, not my life, but like my career, where like I hear my music and I'm like, that's me. And it and it even feels like different doing like interviews and shit in general. Like I know I just said this, but I know like this is gonna be the first time my friends see hear the music and see the interviews and they're like oh that's my friend because mm. before it was like who's this kid who's like rapping about being better than rappers i know this kid he doesn't care about that and i never right. did i don't i don't look at this shit like a competition yeah. i respect that for sure do you feel like like how did you actually go about learning to be so good at rapping at a young age though like was, was it a very very concerted effort to like study yeah. the art or was it something that you just gradually got better and better i at? think it was i think it was i think it was gradual um i don't know like probably the music i was listening to maybe but um i always like was into like words um but i work really hard you know like i really care about this like music mute and it's not like lyric like it's not being able to rap, but music has always been my life since I was six. Mm. Like it's so deep intertwined in me. So I just, and I work really hard. So like when I decided as a 14 year old, I need to prove that I can rap. Um, I worked really hard. I recorded songs every day. So I like, since I was 14, I'm 23 now. It's been a decade of, of recording songs every day. So I just got naturally better, I guess. Right. And I mean, it's got to be kind of weird still staying out on the East Coast and just having this level of success and everything. Because yeah. out here, if you moved around here, it's like your level of success would generally kind of like blend in with a lot of other right. people. But being out there, it's like 
you know, being somewhere where there are, like, being from the East Coast, there's very few popular rappers from New England, very few people who made it out of that environment. I mean, it must just really stand out. Yeah, it, st- it stands out, and it's, um, but I stay away from the shit. Like, I don't really like to be around, like, uh, people, because it's easy to feel like the man where I'm from, because mm. there's no one, there's no one really doing it, so... Um, but I live in like a neighborhood that like no one knows about. Okay. Um, but but yeah, I just I, I stayed there. It definitely wasn't because I felt like the man there. Like I don't fuck with that energy. Like I left high school when I when I was becoming the man just because it was like one day I was cool, one day I wasn't cool, and the next day I was. Um, I just saw that I don't like that energy. So, but now but now I, just, I it was for it wasn't like. I need to stay out here. It's just that I just didn't feel like ready to like be so far away from everything. Mm. I was, I was like, it was like intimidating to me back then. Now it's just not. Yeah. When I think about it, like leaving the house and like moving to New York when I was like 20, it's just like, fuck, like I should have been more nervous about that than I was. Yeah. Maybe I'm just a (laughs) nervous fucking person. I don't know what it is, but, um, I just, I just know like at that age, I was just like, I looked at everything like it was bigger than me. Right. You know. How so how much does your financial status mean to you because I feel like when I'm listening to you I notice that you kind of come back to that a lot either with like you're kind of amazed by the fact that you've been able to do so well for yourself or you know you might want to remind other people like hey, I'm doing well for myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just blessed to to um to have the fans I do that actually like I sell more tickets than I should be able to, you know, I, I, you know, I have fans that really like buy and stream and stuff. And I have a whole, you know, this is my first major label, uh, album or whatever, but like everything else is still mine. Like I'm just very lucky to have fans that support me in that way. So, and I don't come from that. Like Mm. my whole beginning was my parents fighting over money like that was like the beginning of shit and i've always fucked with money like <laughs> I'm a, like me and my sister have taken the opposite approach because like no this isn't like a negative thing but like you know growing growing up in a family that like there were a lot of arguments about money it's just interesting how mm. that affects the kids um i think about she, that all the time because she's scared of money yeah i i i like you know i was young like feeling needing money so i was doing shit that like i was getting a lot of trouble just being like 12 feeling like i had to rob and feeling like i just like needed money for some reason and i'm fucking 12 and i don't know i i would have gone like if it wasn't for music it sounds cliche but like that's really why my parents are so supportive because like shit if it wasn't for music, bro, I'd be doing some other shit. Yeah, definitely. And when I think about my childhood, it's like we fought because of the fact that we didn't have money. Like that was the number one source of conflict is like just not have enough money for the things that we wanted or, you know, having to deal with bills and stuff. I mean, that was clearly the main focal point of any kind of stress in the household. And yeah. when I think about it, I'm like. I wonder what the fuck my kids are going to fucking beef with me over because it's just going to be way different. Yeah. Or that they might obsess over it or they might hate it. They might like have some resentment towards it. Like when I started, um, when I started getting some shit, um, and I was just around a lot, like I felt like no one in my family recognized me. And, and, and like, I remember my sister told me like when she see me on tour and the way I was like 
acting. Me and my sister have like good relationship now, but she was like, who the fuck is this kid? Like, you were feeling yourself too much? I was like, I don't know. Like they both say that. Yeah. I was just like, it was just a lot for me, bro. Like it's funny because like, I'm not the most famous person, but for the level I am, like I've just lived a lot in a short amount of time. And you know, like coming from the cloth of like, you know, Hop took me on tour, but I'm not like Hop in the sense of like, I'm not, um, I'm not so like, I don't, he's like, he's, he's like, he's not really like a rap. I don't know if I should say that, but like, <laughs> he doesn't live the rapper shit, you right. know, like me. Um, I, you know, I'm, I just like, I like, I've been through stages of like really wanting to have fun, like really wanted to like match the highs of my career with my personal life so i've been through just like fucking around with different shit and like making mistakes and learning and you know my sister and shit they've seen me in different stages and and i've been like i just remember coming home from tour at times seeing my mom and feeling like she doesn't even like recognize me mm. um but but now it's not like that now i feel like i've caught up with it it's it's weird when people come to see you when you're on tour or whatever because that's literally an environment that has been created just to sort of embrace your fans. So uh -huh. your attitude while you're in that has to be kind of different because you have so much attention coming your way, whether it's from other artists or people backstage, et cetera. It's like, I've been in that situation where there's somebody I know from high school or somebody I consider my real friend from back in the day. And they're around me, like when we had the store on Melrose and it's like, I'm, I'm talking to them and I'm being cool. But then meanwhile, I've got a different person asking for a selfie every five seconds. Yeah. And it's like, it's really, really hard to act humble and act like, you know, just a regular person to somebody when you have fans or whatever, just throwing all this attention at you. It's like, and then I've been looking at the person that I went to high school with thinking like, I hope they know enough to understand that I'm not being big headed right yeah. now, but I'm actually just dealing with the amount of shit that's coming into yeah, me. Yeah, you're speaking, I, I feel it. Bro. And it's hard for people to understand that until they've kind of been there or been around that enough, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I was young, so, you know, it, it was, I didn't handle everything the most mature way. And I've always struggled with, with this shit, like the highs of, the highs of the career, whether it be on tour or just move, not even necessarily tour, just like moving around. You know, I've, my, some of my lowest lows like happen right after my highest highs. I don't know if I'm just like that. Like there's just been moments that like, will be like, the most amazing moment of my life and now I'll just go to my hotel room and like cry mm. and I don't even like know why it's just like I'm coming down from something it's like and I just be so sad for some reason so I've been through I didn't know how to handle that for a while so I wanted to stay high even if I wasn't surrounded by high shit so that's when you get into other shit that's when you start you know knowing that I'm, I'm I'm so here and then I know when I get back to my room and if I'm alone in that room mm. I'm gonna cry <laughs> I'm gonna not you know what I'm saying but like I'm gonna feel low like I'm gonna just like think about shit and so I need someone in that room with me you know what I'm saying like, or I need to do something you yeah. know no definitely you sound like you've uh, had some substance uh, issues over the years nothing like crazy but but it's it's just it's just been a ride because like um, it's just been a ride because like I was like I like the idea of like 
getting fucked up when I was like 10, 11, 12, 13. I was like drinking when I was like literally like I started that shit when I was 10, 11, 12, 13. And then when I was 14 is when I started focusing more on music. And then I was like, and then I like, I cared about working hard and shit. So I was like, I don't want to do anything. Like nothing can distract me from this shit. So I was sober, complete, 100% sober until I was like 20 or, or, or like a 19 around that age when she was like moving and stuff. I like, um, so no, nothing crazy, but but I've learned, and it's really what this album was about. The album was just about like living in extremes and like trying to find the balance. That's what like Pink is. But you know, I've, I've, I'm a very extreme person, and and you know, uh, I've always been that way. And like, it's the same thing that have brought me here. Like, I'm extreme with working hard and the music, and same, you know, all that shit. But I can, but when I like something. It it it, uh, it can be dangerous, and I grew up in a family of like similar shit, and so I can I can just like live in extremes, and it it it's a uh, it can be scary, um, but luckily like over this last this last two years was like a story of extremes. Well, but that 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 thing you're describing of like you know being on a high or around all these people who are sort of like boosting your self-esteem and stuff and then all of a sudden you're by yourself in the hotel room and you're you're just bummed and you don't really understand why that just that sounds to me like the circumstance that ends up with a lot of people starting to rely on drugs because they just don't like going through the ups and downs they want to like always be able to balance it out so it's like you know you get home at the end of the night and you're still like hyped up like you're taking xanax to to get down and like you feel like shit in the morning you're taking adderall or god knows what to to get hyped up for the day at hand but yeah yeah it's hard to it's hard to um it's hard to know what you're talking like i'm sure you've been through it it's just hard to explain that if you haven't been through that high not to say like the high i've been through has been you know i wasn't i can't even imagine what people like juice and what people like that happen so quickly Mm -hmm. and you're on this like like i can't even imagine bro i couldn't have handled that like it's it's wild so there's been times where i was around him where i was just looking at it like how the fuck is this actually your life like and how are you 20 how are you 19 and this is what your day-to-day existence is like how like if i was 19 and i had all this shit thrown upon me like what are the odds that i would have been able to hold it together i mean yeah it's it's not something that the average person is equipped for by any means yeah and, and it's like i used to think that um you can outsmart things mm. you know i used to be like i was too smart to be like addicted to something i'm too smart i'm way too like my sister's too smart to you know, and then you realize it's not about smarts. It's about feelings. It's mm. about same thing with the music. Like it's it's you know I might I might be smart or I feel I'm smart, but like when you feel that high and then you're just like stuck afterward. Like you don't know you don't know what that is until you live it. Hundred mm. percent. Um. So on this uh, album, I noticed that you've kind of gone heavy. Like you have a bunch of like features and stuff like is that is is that something that you look at as like kind of the main thing that you can do to draw attention to particular songs or, or where does that motivation come from um i just like really wanted to work with artists that like i'm actually a fan of like the biggest thing with this project like i know it's like my first time on a major but it, it, it to me it wasn't like it's it's not the the biggest thing to me was like 
people listening to it really get to know me. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, it's not really about anything else. Like, that was the biggest thing. Just because I've changed so much. And I know that, like, millions of people have seen a younger version of me. So deciding the features, it was just very... It was like, I only want to have people I'm fans of. Mm. Like, I don't... Because in the past, when I was younger, like... I don't know. I would have done a feature. I didn't do many features, but like I would have done features if the fans wanted it. Now I don't really do shit for the fans. No disrespect, but like I don't feel like if you're if you're a fan, you should want you should want the artist to do shit for you. If you're a fan of an artist, you want them to make their art like how they want to make it. Like you ever just like watch some shit and you're like, oh, there was a plan going into this. Like some viral video is like oh, there was a plan. Like, they thought about this. I don't fuck with that shit. Like, I don't... I want... I'll listen to artists who I just feel like make the shit they like. And right. and that's what I'm really on for the first time with this album. And I don't know. Feature-wise, like, I'm just blessed that those people, like, really... I just feel like I'm blessed that those people gave me a shot. And, and it's just a statement of, like... It is a statement because, like, a lot of those features, like, they're not going to do a feature for many people. And I think they got to see... They gotta see the type of person I am. Like, if they just saw like my old shit on the internet, they might have not done it. But I think once you like meet me or whatever, like hear the song or hear, they'll know like this kid is like some some different. You know, in the podcasting world, I've heard it referred to as like audience capture in the sense of like you have a podcast or like a news show or whatever, and you start to slowly realize like like I've seen it happen with a bunch of different. Uh, podcasters over the course of the pandemic where they start to realize there's a big fucking appetite for their audience to hear stuff that basically like undermines vaccines or covid or whatever like regardless of your opinion on that whatever they start to realize that's what their fucking audience wants to hear all of a sudden they're doing 20 episodes in a row they're like the vaccine is bullshit yada yada it's just them falling in line with what's going to get them the most views in the short term and i've heard you talk about that too where it's like if you just did a lot of the lyrical miracle shit and just went as hard as you could lyrically then that might please your fans in the short term and also probably a make you feel like you're not really doing what you're supposed to be doing as an artist and b probably close the door on new people finding out about you yeah it's just i just got up and it's not like if i was really truly that person who like looks at rap like a competition I would be happy doing that. I just want to stay like what is actually like. There's no, there's no like. I want more acceptance or there's there's none of that. Like sometimes that's what people think. Like he want. It's not that. It's just like I feel uncomfortable doing that shit now. Mm-hmm. Like I just. It's just not the not the person I am. Um, I feel that though. There's a lot of you can tell when there's people who like do shit for the fans, do shit for the clicks, and like I know what it's like. To do the viral shit. Mm. I know what it feels like. And the fans are too smart. Like, they see you doing a feature where they can just tell that you're trying to, you know, do something to make it happen. The fans just know. They you know. read the comments, you're like, God damn. Yeah. Like, if I wanted, like, <laughs> some crazy streaming song, I would have got, like, this crazy streaming act. And the label could have probably made that happen. For this one, none of the features are really, like, they're, ta- they're I feel they're tasteful. They're, they're all of them are people who wouldn't, who don't do shit just to do it. Like... For the most part, I think, like, right. you know. For sure. I could basically tell, like, because my time spent working with Atlantic, though, they had multiple artists signed to the same division that are on your project. Oh, yeah. So I can kind of, like, guess who, who your connect was for some of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they definitely they definitely helped helped out, you yeah. know, make the connection on some of them. But, but, okay, what was that decision like to sign in Atlantic, though? What was, like, 
you, you did you feel like you'd kind of taken your career as far as you were going to take it Hell as an independent no. artist? No, no, no. It, it was, it was. You know, I've been getting like courted since day one. Mm. You know, and um, I'm just, I'm just, shit. I'm just lucky to have money not be the decider for me because I've been making money. Like money is um. I'm just lucky, I guess. Like I, you know, so it wasn't my decision. With Atlantic, it was really, um, it was really, I felt like our goals lined up and just a major in general was just like, I don't want to look back. I know the potential of me as an artist. Like I know where I come from, but I know like the person I am and the people around me. Like once you get to know me, you know, you know the type of person I am. You know the type of potential I have. You see me in a studio and the shit I do, like, you, you know, and and I just didn't want to. I could have done the independent shit, and I could have made the money. I could have done the touring, and my tour would have got bigger, whatever. But to me, it's like I didn't want to look back and say, "Damn, I never even tried to do the major shit." So this is like my first run at it, and I don't even like really having a like. They've been great so far, but I don't really have an opinion. I'm like, what, like five days in after like you know right. the major. So you know, I just I just feel like I have the potential to. Be, be a big artist, you know? And if I didn't feel like that, I probably would have stayed independent because I can make a lot of money independently. Mm. But it's not about that for me. Like, I just don't want to... I just... That's just, like, where... It just felt more natural to me. It's kind of crazy that you managed to not sign all throughout the SoundCloud rapper takeover days because it's, like, that... that Around the time that Juice was coming out and Pump was coming out and all this shit, that's when I really started to see artists get crazy amounts of money yeah. that it would be hard for most rappers to turn down, like, even if they wanted to be independent around that time. Yeah, I also have, like, um, like a really fire manager who like has put some perspective in me that like knew 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 some of my worth before I knew any of my worth because mm -hmm. like when labels wanted to like have pieces of like my old catalog mm -hmm. I wasn't making crazy money at that time so I was like they want to offer me what let's do it and he's like you're gonna see money and now I'm like oh my god thank god I didn't do that shit because it's like now you know this app like everything else like atlantic does not touch like every other song i've done so those those things come in you know touring is just me like i'm just like i've i'm lucky to have the fans and i'm lucky to have have given that perspective from him i was i was listening to an interview with uh this rapper troy Ave the other day who i just interviewed from new york and he was talking about how like super early in his career ti tried to sign him but the signing bonus was like, you know, compared to he already was selling records in the streets is probably before streaming, whatever. He probably was bringing in a decent amount of money. The amount of money he was going to get for the signing bonus from T.I. just wasn't that significant to him. Right. And he didn't. So he didn't sign. Now he looks back at it and he can see how maybe he should have taken the short term compromise to be affiliated with an artist that big. Uh -huh. But at the same time, I'm looking at it and thinking like, bro, how many artists have we seen signed to big rappers and nothing happened. I mean, it's, it's never it's a sure thing. Yeah, it's def. I mean, it's definitely not a sure thing. But sometimes it happens. And and yeah, like I could have got more money somewhere else. Um, but it just it just wasn't about that. And that's just like, I don't know. I'm just lucky. It's crazy. Mm, definitely. Um, has it was it weird for you in particular back in the day to to have 
you're you're so young and then you have all like these youtubers and shit who are just all of a sudden making vi making videos about you and they it seemed like they took a real interest in you and, and sort of wanting to narrate all these different things that are happening in your career was that was that a strange thing to go through as well because you're kind of an early era rapper in that regard yeah um i mean it wasn't that weird like i i always felt this is gonna sound narcissistic, I guess, but I always like I've always been a leader and I've always knew I was different. That's where like the name token comes from. Like I've just always felt like I didn't fit in. At first, like the beginning of my life, it was like a really negative thing, like feeling like I didn't fit in. I'm mad different. But then it turned into a good thing because it brought me to music. So when people talk about me, I never really get surprised because I'm like I just feel like people should, I guess, mm. or people, <laughs> so not necessarily should, but like, it just doesn't shock me. Um, even like locally, like when I hear shit about myself, I never get like, or like lies about me or in a girl or like whatever. Um, when I hear shit, I'm just like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, I don't know. So it never, it, that shit never like, no, it never really like bothered me. What would bother me if it was like not true, I guess, right. but. Um, but even that, it's like, I understand, like, people are going to run with, you know how much untrue shit I see about myself? I mean, I feel like, you know, there's a lot of people who think I'm something I'm not. And it's all good, because it just over time, and I think with my music, as it continues to progress and shit, people will have a better understanding of, like, who I am and what I actually come from and what I've actually been through. Um, but it's got to be kind of tempting, because part of you probably wants to, like, be part of that conversation and want to just respond to people who have something to say about you and shit right but i feel like as an artist that's kind of frowned upon i'm just like inspired by you know i just think call me like i don't know old-fashioned whatever but i just think music give music and time and it'll do that difference like i'm really like the most inspired by like tyler and mac and cardi and like yay and um, these people who just like continue to change and like you think you have your mind made up about them. Like when when Ye was doing some shit, you thought people thought they had their mind made up when Tyler represented something damn near the opposite of what he does. Or like Mac was a frat rapper. People call him that shit. You thought you had your mind made up, but mm. shit is not cool until it's cool. Right. And that's just like, I don't know, that's just like the philosophy I go through that as long as I'm honest, and I'm honest with myself. And I don't like try to rewrite history or recreate history, and I just continue to be myself. I think it'll all fall into place. It's crazy because those are all artists who basically have the license to do whatever the fuck they want, and their fans are gonna follow them. Their fans have followed them between genres over and over and over, and still somehow they've managed to like survive. Like, like I'm, I'm, for some reason, I'm referencing another episode of Academics' podcast here, but I was watching one he did with Fetty Wap, and Fetty Wap was talking about how he had the Drake feature for one of his records, and he didn't put it on his album. I've seen that. And he, he basically, like, as I'm watching him talk about it, I'm realizing, like, he thought he was Drake. Like, yeah, he thought yeah. he was a fucking Kendrick Lamar. He thought he was a superstar who could really just do whatever the fuck he wanted and it would work out fine. And then over the years, he's been humbled and sort of realized, like, oh, actually, I should have probably put the Drake feature on my album. <laughs> yeah. I probably should have just been a bit more rational about it. But it's kind of, if you think back to that time period in Fetty Wap's career, it's kind of understandable that he thought that he could do no wrong. Yeah, yeah, he was the one. And I just think, you know, not everybody is, like, constantly evolving just as a person. Like, some people are, like, they are the person they are. But you can tell, like, the artists I mentioned, like, 
Cardi, like Cardi, dude, if Cardi like released, like um, I'm like a huge Cardi fan, but if, if Cardi like had dropped some of the like uh, the leaks, you know, that are just like given hits, mm. like he could have done that as album. Like people would have like loved that album like more from the jump. I mean, I love that album, but but, you know, I, I don't know him, but like it just seems like he went with his heart. Like he he did what felt natural to him like i'm sure the label was like pissed at mac at one point when he comes out with a drugged out album after he was like a pretty in like the college you know like you know sometimes you gotta take risks like i'm 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 really inspired by that especially yay and shit like mm. i'm really inspired by that and and i might take a risk like i might with this album like i already know there's people who expected something different but I'm seeing shit on the other side. And that just feels so much, it feels so much better, you know, when it's just some authentic shit, when it's some real, it's the truth. And one person says something about it because like I've gotten viral. I've gone, I've done some crazy shit, like numbers wise, some shit that didn't feel like so authentic to me. And when it goes crazy, it doesn't really like feel as good as you think it did. Mm. For me, like shit feels good when I know it's like actually me. Yeah. Whole Lot of Red is probably like the album that has made me feel old more than any other album. Yo, I because was just, I really don't, I just don't really get so, what the hey, fuck people are listening to it for. That's so funny because <laughs> someone just said that. But um, but listen, I said this to this dude, but power to you to admit it because there's nothing worse than like someone who doesn't get it but acts like. I, I understand what he's trying to do there. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like, oh, the distortion is actually <laughs> kind of cool. Like, yeah. I, you know, I'm not mad at the, at the kids at all for liking it. You know, it's just like over the years, I've always like looked at rap, even the shit that I didn't like and was still like, oh, OK, like I see what's going on. I find this interesting. I'm, I'm really fascinated by this. The whole hour red thing really made me feel like more of an old man because it was like, oh, I don't like this, and it kind of pisses me off. Oh wow! Which is a different place to be in as man. a rap commentator. <laughs> I listened like right when the album came out. I was with my girl. It was Christmas. Um, was it Christmas? I don't even remember. I think it was basically Christmas. I was I was with my girl, and we were just. I think I was drinking. I don't know, but I was just like, this is the best shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I was like, and I had it solely on repeat. That shit changed. That shit like. Man, bro. I've seen it, people. I've seen Lil House Phone jumping out his fucking skin when it came on, yeah. and I was like, "Bro, I've been going to underground rap shows with you for almost like ten years, and I haven't seen you really react to much shit I as much as it. you I, are I, into I, this." I straight up like when I was younger, I like knew what other I could feel like other perspectives more. Like I felt like um, what type of people would like my more like rapping track and shit. And at this point, I don't even know what people like. Like. I don't even like think about it. And like when I heard whole lot of red, I was like, obviously this is mad good, but mad people don't like it. I don't know. It's mm. weird. I don't know. It's teachers own, I guess. But what, what do you think would happen if you made a project that was just completely out of left field? Like, cause we've seen a bunch of artists do that. You mentioned Tyler X stands out to me as somebody who like had one rap style and then just like gets signed and puts out a project and it's nothing like the shit that he got signed for. Right. Like, is there like a little part of you that wants to do that? Or do you feel like your style of progressing your music is sort of like incrementally changing it, things? I think like that's more realistic what you're saying, but like you never know. Like, um, I'm working on just like different projects, like different people's projects and just get inspired by different things and maybe all like, overhear some shit that'll like completely change 
I don't know, some of my fans, like my old fans, look at this project like it's that. And it's mm-hmm. like, bro, you don't, they just don't know music. Like, they just, like, know that world. And um, just a small group of them. But, but maybe one day, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't, like, plan it. Mm-hmm. I would, like, I would have to, like, really feel that way, you know. Right. It would just kind of have to happen over time. Yeah. You know, is, is it weird? Because I feel like as a white rapper, I've heard so many people act like, Oh, it's so easy to blow up as a white rapper. Mm. And there there are some examples of which I could sure. point to somebody and say, like, well, that guy kind of blew up and he's really nothing special. But for the most part, I feel like sometimes it's like th- there's a little bit of that, but then there's also like the standard is like higher. Like, d- yeah. have you felt like in your career people were kind of looking at you differently because of that like you were supposed to be huge because of the fact you were white or like what is your thoughts on Um, your race and whatnot it depends how you look at it um but there's definitely a privilege that comes with it like you know some people will say the opposite i've seen comments like oh people don't even give him a chance because but um to be honest like you know i I look at like i got like a huge fan base in like europe and different places around the world and i and seeing how many people i can like bring out there i wonder like would these people like me if I didn't look like them? Mm. You know, like, would I be as talked about if I didn't stand out just naturally? You know, and I just think, I think there's absol- absolutely truth to that. Like, it's weird how big I got in Europe. Mm. It's weird. Um, and, you know, like, I just think it's important. I just think it comes with a responsibility to, like, be aware that this shit wasn't made for me. You know, like... You know, I, I've like said guest and then people get mad, but it's like, that's really how I feel. And, and I just think it just comes with a responsibility to know that, know the history and just not try to be something I'm not, mm. you know, like, I think that's where maybe people like have gone wrong. Like they just try to be some, they try to represent something that isn't actually them. But, um, but yeah, man, I, I've, I've like. People don't act like that's a real thing, but I absolutely think that's a real thing. Like, I don't know how, I don't know if I'd be where I am. Yeah. You know? It, Actually, I pretty much know I wouldn't be. Well, it would be different at the very least. It'd be different. I'd probably, like, different people would listen to me and stuff, but, like, for some things, I don't think, I don't think I would be. But, I mean, it's got to go both ways because it's like, you know, I'm sure Pooh Shiesty has a lot of black fans. If Pooh Shiesty was white, I bet a lot of those people would not be nearly as interested in him because, you know, they, they see something of themselves in him. They relate to him. It's like I, I notice that all the time. Like my kid, my one year old, if there's a fucking baby or like a little kid on the TV, she's staring at it. Because she relates to it, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's, it's like people just relate. Like there's a reason why. If For you, sure. If you ask, see themselves in if it. you go to a Cardi B concert, there's going to be a shitload of women there. Yeah, because they see themselves in her. Of course they would. Like, yeah. I, I mean, it. it, it no, in a way, it's not surprising at all. But yeah. it's just it's definitely it, true. That, but then, yeah. but then you look at like some of these rap shows, and it's just like a bunch of white kids, and it's just like, what do you see? Like, mm. you look at a Cardi concert, and how many like white kids are there? And it's like, are they trying to see themselves in? I don't know. It just it just depends. But I definitely think that. There's like, I guess like some people are more like hesitant to, but I also haven't helped myself. Like I also like, I come from, I don't, I come from a different place. Like Mm -hmm. I came from more of like a YouTube shit when I was younger. So I don't really know how to call it because like maybe it's that, or maybe it's cause I was rapping about out rapping people and that's (laughs) not really tight, (laughs) you know? Um, 
So who knows, you know, I don't really know. No, nah, yeah, definitely. But I mean, I've heard people try to use like Jack Harlow as a as an example to me of white privilege. And I'm like, bro, Jack Harlow is a cool ass white boy. Like regardless yeah. of him being white, that yeah. is a cool, smooth ass dude who makes really good music and is really good at rapping. I don't really like is his is his massive popularity maybe in part because of the fact that a 12-year-old white girl is going to look at him like he's a sex symbol and maybe she wouldn't even was black yes for sure yeah. but at the same time i mean he he came correct like he he's got yeah, a lot of the smooth. the parts in place yeah i saw him recently like explain me they're like who is token and they were like like picture like Jack Harlow, but way more sad and like <laughs> and like not not as popular in high school. Mm. And I'm like, maybe, but okay. yeah, I fuck with Jack. But yeah, what you what you said, I think you know, I think it plays a role, and I think he knows that. I think he's he's yeah. he's like aware of that for sure. That is the weird thing about him is that he's like is seems smart enough and with it enough and conscious enough to get exactly that he's been helped by yeah he's just not he, he just yeah. doesn't i never met him but he just doesn't seem like a goofy he just doesn't seem like he's trying to get something off of like the culture like he just doesn't seem like he's trying he seems mm -hmm. like he's being himself and he's not a goofball definitely um totally different style of question but have you been in a relationship for the past few years or, or how long have you been in a relationship what's that been like throughout your career because it seems like sometimes i'm listening to it and i'm like oh he's in love and sometimes i listen to music and i'm like oh he's like a sex addict like he's talking about having threesomes and shit left yeah. and right um um right now i'm in a relationship yeah um uh the beat like I, this is like my second relationship like the first relationship um i've been through like a bunch of just like mistakes and like you know, not to like just down that person, but you know, like yeah, like a lot of weird shit. Um, and uh, and you know, that breakup was like a big ch turning point in me because it was the first time where, you know, like this person, that person was like part of my life, and I'm like kind of like a lover, mm. in the sense of like, I need some, like I need, I I like when someone makes me feel human. Not many things like make me feel human, and like girls can do that for me. Um, so. So that like breakup, that is what like sparked this album. That's what like really sparked the the red side and the white side. The red side being like this like wanting to have fun and shit, fast shit, and um and the white side being like the white flag side, like just like feeling like wanting to give up and shit. Um, but yeah, I've been I've been in this relationship. You know, she was just really there for me like for the breakup when I wasn't ready. Mm. Um. And she had been turning me down for years and shit. So she's not no goofy shit. Like I was lit and she was turning me down. Um, so so she was just you know, we were just friends and she was there for me and then when I was when I was ready, like it just began. And she's like the first one that um you know, I've been with girls that like um I was about to say maybe you dealt with this, but I know you've been with your girl for a while. Five years. Um, um okay. But uh that being said, so, we fuck girls together all the time, so it's um, it's a little different. Nice. Um, but I just for OnlyFans, not I, for fun. I just um. I Sometimes just, it's fun. <laughs> I just um. I don't know. I've been with girls that like have been really into like my career and shit, like yeah. or really into like the money or whatever. And then I've been with girls who would be like like scared of it, like too much for them. Like my ex, like did like she would tell me she wish 
token didn't exist she wished she didn't have to share me with people mm. you know she wished i didn't have to focus so much on something and this girl is like the only girl that like she's not scared of it and she's not obsessed with it she's just like chilling right you know That's which is like from i'm young but like i've been with a good amount of girls and like i've never experienced that new neutrality if that's the word mm. um as much as i i am now yeah an ideal relationship is gonna make you feel more normal in that environment i think yeah yeah she just makes me feel like understood and like you know it's hard for people around me to look at me like normal and it's not only just because of like success or money or whatever just like the person i am it's like i'm always like some shit is going on in my life and some shit is I'm talking about some shit I'm going in about some shit so it's it's like I know what I'm going into when I step in tokens crib type shit um and uh I just feel that energy like sometimes I feel like ah like I fuck with you but you don't look at me like I'm you you look at me like some different so this girl like you know we just I I just think like she looks at me like a human and she helps me feel human that's like the biggest thing like I can just talk to her and feel like I am a human. Mm. It's nice to feel normal. Like my girl has been like through the pandemic and everything. My girl has just not seen me on some famous shit in a long ass time. And we went out. How does that feel? We went out the other day and there was hella people asking to take photos and shit. And I was just like realizing like she hasn't seen this in in years. Like she hasn't really, she hears me say like, oh, I went out in public the other day and this happened, but she doesn't get to see it face to face. And I would say it's more of an annoyance to her at this point. It doesn't yeah. just because it's like she's so used to like having to rely on me to be doing dad stuff and yeah. shit. So it's like for me to be doing some other shit in front of her, it's like it definitely doesn't it's, feel the same. Yeah, but it might be a little reminder like he yeah. is that guy. Um, for me, I told her that I'm like, hey, next time you're mad at me, just remember. Just like, remember, ten, this ten little kids want to take a photo with me. That's pretty cool, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, my my girl. You know, it it was um it's it began through like the pandemic and shit. So she's only seen local shit mm. where it's like we go out to her and I don't even like to go out that much. So she's only seen like um she knows like we're from like the same town, so like she she knows how people like you know, like look at me and then if we go out like she'll see that. Um, but she's never seen me like on tour or like when it's like Cause that's when it's the craziest. That's when it's just like hundreds of kids doing meet and greets and. And you don't have anything mm-hmm. normal. Like you don't get to go home to your house and feel like a normal person yeah, after. It's like, yeah. yeah, you go back to the hotel or whatever. But for the most part, it, it's just you're in this weird vortex of ego. Yes. That you need to learn to control. <laughs> vortex of ego. You know. Yeah. And yeah. the longer you're on the road, the harder it is. You know, if you're gone for two months, it's like, then you get really detached from who you were and what you're like as a normal person sitting on the fucking couch, you know? Yeah, it's hard. I mean, even being out here, like, this trip, it just began, but it's been, like, it's been a trip. It's, like, some shit has gone down that's just, like, I don't know, just, like, goal, like, just dream type shit. And and, um, even, like, now, it's, like, it's hard for me to, it's just hard for me to focus on something else. Like, I'm on, like, a crazy... I'm on like a high, I guess, right now, but I, I don't feel like I feel healthy and shit. But um, it's just, but I can see like it's hard to just have a conversation about. Uh, my roommate is like 
ah, oh, she didn't do that. It's like, I can't have that conversation right mm -hmm. now. I'm thinking about this crazy, sh like no, uh, no disrespect. Like it's not, it's just like, I can't, my brain doesn't fit it. But the, the main thing that I always drew it back to is like, when you're at home, you're seeing the same shit every day. Like you're noticing, you know, you see the same chick at the coffee shop every day and you're like, you know, saying hi and you, you know, you get to notice the little differences in that experience. Whereas when you're on the road, you're eating dinner at a different spot every night you're in a different venue every day you're looking at a different row full of fans in the front every day the meet and greet is different or if you do that every day it's like everything is just new yeah. and you don't your brain gets used to not having to like work to find like new things to pay attention to right. whereas like if you're right. if you're you know and that's why it can be hard to relate to people because if you're talking to your girl and she goes to the same job every day you know it's just she gets like to care about the details like when you're on the road you don't get to care about the details because the details are constantly changing yeah and it's and she'll know like she'll notice the smaller things she'll notice yeah. you haven't you haven't you haven't texted me in three days and i'm like i fuck really yeah. like i don't even realize but that i don't think that um means like less love it's just like it's so and i'm like really trying to like make dreams come true and like this part of this part of my life right now this time is just crazy like you know as as the this music this new music is coming out people are like starting to like see who i really am it's just been crazy i've just gotten like opportunities i've always dreamed about like just in this short trip and it's like i'm sorry if like i can't focus on something different mm. like yeah you know. when you're on the road and they think that you're going to remember something they're like, yeah, well, you said I, this two days ago. It's like, yeah. you think I remember what the fuck I said two yeah, days thank ago? You like, for saying that. I'm in a vortex right now. You got to yeah. understand. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> shit. Like, I don't, I don't remember like where people work, like yeah. where I don't remember shit. But I don't, I, I say this, and I'm pretty sure I'm right that it doesn't have to do with love. Like, it's just, it's impossible for me to retain all of it. Yeah. You know, and that can start like arguments and and. Uh, in the past, like, you know, I was with a girl who, who you know, took things personally, took lyrics personally. Like, mm. I'm a very, like, uh, blunt writer, and shit just isn't, I just don't like it if it's not really, like, true. And she, she just really got hurt by my songs. Like, you know, uh, this one, I shouldn't say this one, but she... Um, she won't get hurt unless like I mean she might and not voice it I just need to show her the things like there was one song off this album that I said some shit and I didn't show her it so like there's all these com like comments and stuff and she's like you should have shown me this song because you said this like mm. and now it was just me not being a man me running from it because I knew it was gonna hurt her rather than being like look I said this this is what I was going through at that point you know like being straight about it because that's a whole that's a whole part of my life i'm like very i'm very like honest in the lyrics so it's tough for some people around me but i just gotta be transparent around it there's some people who like been understood it like you know my dad he's a writer too so like and he just knows and my mom just my family doesn't have any other choice because like they knew what my life would be without music they knew what i was destined to be like right just for the shit I was getting in trouble for, so they're just they're just happy I'm focused on something different. You, you gotta just you know? constantly tell your girl like I'm a rapper. I gotta I rap. I, got, I gotta really rap. Like it. I gotta I gotta do these things. Like otherwise I won't be able to be a rapper. My girl told me that in the early part of our relationship, she used to always repeat to herself, "He's just trying to make the fans laugh." 
He's just trying uh, to make the fans yeah, laugh. Yeah, you have a, <laughs> you probably have a harder because like I'm actually like, I'm like, yeah. I'm honest. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm, you know, some of this shit is like that I say is like, not saying you're not honest, but like she hears these lyrics and then she's like, oh damn. Like it's not about pre impressing fans. Like I, I have like, I say whack shit about myself <laughs> a lot. Yeah. I say some fuck shit that I do. And it's not to be like, yeah, guys, I'm about to fuck shit. Yeah. Like, that's not tight. But like, it's different because if you're a little baby and you're just saying some fly shit, if you're saying I fucked seven girls last night, it's like, that sounds like flexing. Like, uh, like anyone could understand that that might be a lie. So it's like his if his girl got mad about that, he could say, babe, I'm just a rapper. I'm just saying rapper shit. Yeah. You know, me, I'm a podcaster, but it's like I'm kind of supposed to be funny. So it's like it, I can always get away with it being a joke. You're just airing your ass out for no reason other than just like this feels right for me to be transparent when right. i'm making music you know and it's and and it's not bra like most of the time it's not brag it's not meant to be a brag especially like the sad songs where it's like clear it's not meant to be a brag mm. um but it just makes me feel i guess like more it just it's off my chest i feel less like heavy mm, definitely um what what is your current thought process on j cole because i saw that you did that one song for him a couple of years ago <laughs> yeah and it felt like you I, I was like damn he's like putting on like a lyrical clinic for j cole right here what the hell no um that was just like in between albums um okay you're just, just having fun i was just having fun and just trying to like i just knew what i was doing like i, I didn't have like a single to release or some shit and um, I knew like there was gonna be a certain group that like loves this and a certain group that is just like gonna get annoyed by this. I was just trying to literally stir shit up, but I am a big Cole fan and mm. and um yeah, I've had like I got Dreamville acts on my last one, my last project, Jid is on this one. Um but yeah, it, it was never meant to like do that. Okay. Yeah. You have like you know obviously they're competent artists and stuff, but like when I see you doing uh, like features with Tech Nine and shit a couple of years ago, do you feel like that's the kind of thing you need to avoid at this point because that's gonna just put you in more of a like lyrical rapper category that maybe you kind of are trying to get past that tagline being associated with you? I just feel like I should make songs with people who I like, you know. And you don't and, like Tech Nine? And that's not what I'm saying, but <laughs> but. But just kidding. Yeah. And we've had Tech Nine on before, so Shout he's a friend tech. of the show. Yeah, um, I love Tech. Um, but it's not really about avoiding. It's really about just doing shit that like I don't really, I don't. I used to like do some shit that I didn't really like doing. Like I don't know. I did like TikTok shit that like I didn't like doing because we I, all do. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like. I just feel like the most important thing for me is just to like be myself and be authentic and like, um, and like some people would tell me, yeah, like I could, like if I wanted to like go, like go more crazy on YouTube and shit, it's like right now, like my YouTube numbers are like down, but my streaming is up mm. and that's just like, it's just, it makes so much sense. It's just like, cause, the, cause a lot of the people who like me on YouTube, like they like me for that shit and I'm totally cool with that. But now like I make like good songs now. Mm. Not to not to like talk shit to fans that like my own music, but like you know it's a different level now, and you can see it. Yeah, I mean, like certain there's certain artists who really like are YouTube rappers, where it's like you need the visual in order to like get the impact of the music. You mm. see that a bunch, and then yeah, there's definitely a lot of artists who go crazy on streaming, and then their YouTube wouldn't really make you think that they're like a huge artist. 
Yeah, it's just, I mean, maybe maybe some of those people, like, that's just who they are, and they just, like, should keep doing that, and, and that's where they're supposed to exist. I just know, like, it's not where I'm supposed to exist. It's probably, like, maybe, like, when Mac was, like, kept doing college shows, and he's like, bruh, like, I've, I've played the guitar, too. Like, I'm trying to, like, make real music. I don't want to do these college shows anymore, and, and maybe... You know, maybe he made less money. Stop mm. You know, it's like the same shit. That's that's how I look at it. How much do you care about money, though, at this point in your career? Like, do you have enough that it doesn't really change your decisions that much? It really doesn't. Like, it it really um, it doesn't. And I'm lucky to say that, I guess. But I just and maybe that'll change. Like, I don't know. This is how I'm feeling today, and and I and I tend to change a lot. But um, but. Right now, I just, I just have, I feel like I've made enough and I've lived in like a big enough house and I've like had enough nice shit to know that like, it just doesn't really make me, don't get me wrong, like parts of it that I don't have to worry about that shit, like it makes me happy. It makes me happy that I can eat whatever the fuck I want. I can buy, you know, clothes and shit and shit that makes me feel uh, comfortable, but, um, and that's nice, but it just doesn't like, uh. It just doesn't last that long. Like the happiness I'm getting from just the short amount of days of this album being out and finally I feel like people are like seeing me better for who I am. It that shit it sounds cliche. It probably sounds like I'm lying, but I'm not. It makes me it makes me happier. But the the fan the people who accuse you of just doing stuff for money a lot of times are deeply confused about what makes you money. Those people are fucking <laughs> idiots. I'll have people on my ass about like you just uploaded this clip for money, and it's like they're just poor. You're talking about like fifty dollars yeah, worth of yeah, YouTube yeah. ads. Well, people, what, what, I, what I get, what, what um, what people say like they're like the stupidest shit. Like you're doing this for the money. You're doing this for the label. It's like, bro, the label doesn't want this. Yeah. The label doesn't want me to do some like. No disrespect to Atlantic, but like, I don't think they really care about artsy shit. Right. You know, I'm pretty art. Like, if you listen to my album, it's not that I'm the most, but you know, like I I, I care more about that. And they're like, oh, he's rapping about money because the label took people are just idiots bro they got no yeah. idea they think like some illuminati shit they think some fucking they think i'm posting my people just you can tell people are losers like i post my girl and people are like oh you said you wouldn't post your girl's making you post like my girl doesn't give a fuck if i post her like yeah. like they're just like there she's pretty she's pretty so people are like be careful it's like damn bro you must have never had a pretty girl in your life because they're mm. not all trying to get you like <laughs> just because he's pretty it doesn't mean she's like a gold digger yeah. it's they like just, you expect like underground rap fans to not treat their favorite rapper like a fucking kardashian but then they basically end up doing like exactly they, they the do same they, thing. they probably they probably do it worse yeah. because they become so like um they have this idea in their head that's so incorrect and it's like yeah it's so crazy like if i wanted to make more it's like you signed for the money i'd be richer if i didn't sign i didn't mm. sign for the money like if i had released like all my shit independently i would have more money like i didn't i didn't you know but people are just like people say the craziest shit bro but but it's just like it's there's certain just like groups of weirdos like mm. you saying like be careful for that girl just as saying, I have never had a bad bitch. Yeah. Because that pretty girl is intimidating me. Be careful. She's scary. Like. And a lot of times it's like, if I read something particularly stupid, I just try to remind myself, like, 
they're probably still in high school. They're, yeah. they're probably like 11 and they're commenting this. So, you know, I can I imagine. Should put, put, should put too much thought into or, it. Yeah. Or maybe that's for you, but my stupidest comments are from like the old motherfuckers <laughs> who, who think like they want rap brought back and they, they, right. they're like, you were supposed to bring hip hop back and they're just white and they're just like 50. Wow. And it's like, bro, like. They just like are so not not tapped in, mm-hmm. and it's like those are like, and they're still stuck. They still listen to just the same. And I was supposed to bring back hip hop. That's the that power means. of music, though, too. Is that like people will find a fucking artist they like and expect that artist to fulfill their wildest dreams of what music is supposed to be like. Yeah, it, it's um, and and I can see how it's possible to get caught up in it and like listen to these people like. But but you just got to understand that, like, most people, like, I just, I used to take it serious, but now I just look at it like a joke. Yeah. Because it's just, like, you got to understand, bro, most people are stupid. Like, most, like, I have gotten, and that's not meant to call my fans stupid or anything, but, like, there's a lot of just, they don't get it. They just mm-hmm. don't, you know, if you're from the East Coast or the West Coast, like, I'm, I spend, like, time in New York, and I'm just from Boston, I'm from, like, you know, like a liberal, you know, I'm just like from that shit. When you travel and you see all these places in like middle America or like these places in, um, you know, random places in like Canada, like small, small, like random shit or like Europe, or you see how big and it's like me traveling, me traveling like middle America it wasn't a shock that like Trump is the president. Most people like went like when that happened, people were like, how the fuck? It's like, bro, I've seen, I've been in middle America. Like that's a lot of people, bro. Yeah. They still think like that. Like, so, you know, I'm just aware that like people are stupid. Yeah. And it, just like that you can't really take anyone's opinion too seriously, you know, like, yeah. and, and certain really big artists, give off that vibe and their fans kind of like act accordingly like if if cardi does something you're never gonna find out what he thinks about your opinion you know like he's just never gonna respond to anyone he's had huge controversies they didn't respond to and you could say that by anyone i mean kendrick lamar is the most extreme example of it you know he dips off doesn't put out an album for four years people talk about him every day on twitter and it's like he's apparently never been tempted to jump in there and correct yeah. anybody or anything yeah. and you got to kind of respect that even though most of us are mere mortals who don't really get that privilege yeah yeah i don't really co- correct people but i troll them and because i just at this point i used to i think like maybe bother me more but i've also like have received like hate comments or whatever since i was like 14 like or 13 so it's like at some point and then your life just keeps getting better mm. and then you still see more hate comments and then you just like you just realize that doesn't actually mean anything and you also um realize that the hate just speaks so much louder than the love like i was just talking about it that it's just like when when you love something and you see a comment that someone also loves it you don't necessarily like it you're like oh yeah we love he loves it too but when you see a hate comment like you're you did this and you agree with that that's what you like so right. sometimes those comments just go to the top and they you know it just looks like it's all hate but if you scroll down it's like 90% love it's just mm. people people just attach themselves to the hate i guess more yeah i mean if you put out a video and it got a million views and it had 10,000 dislikes 
that might like really stand out to you is like holy shit that's a lot of fucking dislikes maybe they really didn't like this one but at the same time i mean you got 990,000 people who watched it and apparently liked it enough to not dislike yeah. it or whatever it's just like it's kind of hard to put that into perspective because it's like if you had 100 people outside your house screaming at you it would feel like the biggest deal in the world. Like you got to call the cops, you got to go get a gun, you got to do something about it. But if you have a hundred people screaming at you on Twitter, you got to just learn to be like, Oh, all right, whatever. Yeah. It's just not that deep. And like people, people say whatever, like people, I like never got like hate on the street or anything like that. Like, yeah. um, <laughs> and most people who have been like absolutely destroyed on Twitter or whatever would say the same thing that they never really, yeah have encountered that in real life it's just it's it's just an online thing it is yeah it doesn't it definitely doesn't happen in real life but i just think the better approach like for me sometimes i just be trolling because i know people are gonna like like attach themselves to like some some narrative like some illuminati some like i just troll them sometimes respect you gotta troll um tell the people why they should fuck with this new project why they should fuck with it i just think it's good music it's really honest um, I think it's, you know, it's just like a story about these last two years of, of my life. And I think it's, I think it's a unique story and I think there's some fire songs in there. Um, so yeah, I think, I think, I think it's different from what some people would expect. So definitely, I think they should give it a shot for sure. And I, I have to send a shout out to uh, blackie speaks because I DM'd him and I said, "What do you want me to ask Token because I know you're a big fan." What did he say? He gave me a bunch of really good questions that we kind of ended up like covering them without having to try to cover them, but I, I, like he just like hit me back like 2 minutes later with like seven really really well thoughtful yeah. well thought out questions because I thought of him because I saw Sway play the clip from him in your old interview. And I was just like, oh, like, that's my guy. That's yeah, right. he he. Uh, when I was talking about YouTubers making videos about you, I was I was kind of talking about him. Yeah, shout out, <laughs> shout out to Blackie Speaks. He's killing it. Yeah. That's my guy. That's that's been wild seeing him blow up over the years. But yeah, have yeah. you you been seeing him for a while? Just watching his videos, but like sometimes there's certain people where you look at their subscriber count. You've been watching him for years, and you're like, oh shit, that guy got like a million fucking subscribers yeah. all of a sudden. That's sick. And he like does his diligence. Like he he um. He kept certain narratives alive, I guess, and shit. Like right. he, uh, he's funny, um, but yeah, he's always been supportive. For sure, token. Appreciate you coming through, man. Appreciate you having me. Everybody, bro. go check out his project. It's out now. It's fire. Covering yeah. new ground. Let's go. Token, no jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Patreon, all that shit. Like, comment, subscribe. Nojumper.com. If you want to support, appreciate y'all.